Welcome to the Youth Hockey Hub High School Hockey Podcast. Today's show is brought to you by the Red and Black League. To learn more about the league, go to redandblackleagues.com. Now to the show, featuring YHH publisher Tony Scott, the forum guru, Carl East, and the reigning most viewed high school games champion, Danny Ryan. Here's Danny. Well, welcome back. Yes, I am Danny Ryan with a little bit of a sore voice because I've been at the X for four days and my voice kind of goes, but I am joined with you, as always, with Tony Scott. How you doing, Danny? I'm doing fine. And Carl? Hey, Danny. Good to be here in studio. Yes, yes. You're live in color. Well, a little bit of color at this point. but <laughs> Pasty. Live uh, and pasty. Yes. <laughs> well, um, we just finished another state tournament. Congratulations to both the St. Cloud Cathedral Crusaders winning Class A and the Edina Hornets for winning Class 2A. That was fun. Uh, the, the championship games both were brought a lot to the table. Yeah, there were a few things that where I think the tournament fell short of. <laughs> um, where do we begin? Um, I, I, it it kind of there were a couple of black eyes, and hopefully the high school league and the tournament can uh, get past them. There was a couple really cool things though oh yeah we'll, we'll kind of go back and forth but okay let's not forget what doug mcleod did it was probably we'll go down in history as one of the i'd say one of the worst moments in the tournament's history what he said on, <laughs> on air but it's, it's true yep. I, mean, I, I, I can't think of a really bad moment in tournament history but now i have one <laughs> yeah remember when <laughs> yeah, yeah remember when yeah. doug mcleod Made a comment about retired uh, from broadcasting. Yeah, when he gave his sign, aura. Yeah, like, he signed off. <laughs> I mean, he did his Howard Cosell. I mean, he's out the door. He'll never broadcast again. Now, a little bit of background on this. I do think he was somewhat sick, and I can say this for uh, when I was upstairs. Like um, Pat Micheletti was like, I just passed Doug McLeod in the. The Skyway, and he couldn't even stand. So I don't know what's going on. And I, when I was getting back on the elevator, he was getting wheelchaired out of the elevator. Yeah, it was. Uh, there was uh, some bizarre, bizarre stuff going on. Bizarre. There. Um, talk about some good stuff. That would be. I think that the Class A tournament was as good as almost as good as two years ago. I think it was better. Uh, Yes and no. I think the the first round was nowhere near as good as, as two years ago. Correct. Yeah, the late but, rounds delivered. But the thing with that is, I didn't have to watch Northfield win <laughs> this year. Okay, that's where I was. True, you got to see Greenway win, uh, and you saw East Grand. Monticello, you saw some yeah. good teams. Yeah, yeah. I, I think the Monticello Greenway factor. You know, uh, that's that's that made a Class A tournament really. But the games were good. Yeah, yeah. the games were really good. I agree. Other than the quarters. But I still, you go back to the Class 2A semi with Cathedral and Hermantown. I mean, I still think two years ago was a little bit better, but this was close. And the Northfield Botticello one wasn't, uh, you know, not the highest level of talent playing in that game, but it was still a great game. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, no that, doubt about that, it. That game was just a hard game to root for, you know, like, because at that point, Monticello, you know, that was before they came back and won at the last second there. And so, like, you really didn't have a dog in the fight. And it was like, well, whoever's going to play next is going to lose to Hermantown. Yeah. And that's, you know, that tournament just kept growing on you. It where was, this one was like, oh, Greenway's good. Yeah. Greenway's legit. <laughs> they were good. They were definitely good. TV timeouts. <laughs> All right. Uh, going back on the ledger to the to the uh, negative side of the ledger, what about the seating thing? You know, we talked about it obviously last week a little bit, but couldn't the high school league do themselves some favors and publish, broadcast this blind draw, I mean, let's take the blindfold off of the blind draw and either go a one through eight seating system or publish, you know, pull it out of a hat, do something that, that says this isn't fixed. Because right now, Carl, isn't everybody saying this is fixed? Yep. And the only way you can yep. eliminate that this is fixed is to not fix it. Right. Pull it out of a hat. Ping It'll pong ball it. Random, yeah. Hire KPMG. Erston Young. I know plenty of guys that put their brand on it. As long you as know? they don't give the wrong envelope when they're handing out the Oscar at the end there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But exactly. I, I I just think, like, I don't know. I'm now a proponent to go back to complete random draw and no ranking. Or like they did in my day where yeah. it was pre-set up, like yeah. two double A's playing six double A this year in the first playing. round. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't want that. That never felt right. Well, and, and um, Matt Funk and I were talking about that because that, that was still the way back in, like, 2005. Yeah. He's yeah. like, in 2005, we knew that we were going to play the winner of the Virginia game. So he's like, Billy Owens and I drove to Duluth to catch that game because yes. we need to scout that game. Yes. And, and it, it's just, you know, I actually I like that better. In, in Although you ways. get the state championship in the first round sometimes. It's yeah. goofy. Yeah. I, uh, was that was 2005 when Holy Angels Jefferson played? Yep, in yeah. the first round. Yep, in yeah. the first round, and people say that was the championship. Game. Yeah, it was definitely the juiciest game. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, I or just go straight ping pong balls and out of a what is that machine called? A lottery machine? Yeah, you know, like just yeah. just do it. Just do it like the NBA draft. Or, uh, or if QRF were actually good, use QRF. Yeah. Okay, we're yeah. not doing. Come that. on, yeah. not <laughs> okay, like, although, yeah, that wouldn't yeah. be a bad idea either. Yeah. Let's just just take it straight from the rankings. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, that would be interesting too. But I do like how number one right now does not play the number eight, the best, you know, worst team. These that can kind of get really, really boring. Yeah, that's true. It's always I, a Lakeville with. 12 wins playing at six yeah. o'clock. Well, Although, which is a no. good segue. I thought that the one of the best games of the tournament was the Lakeville South and their and their performance in the tournament. Lakeville South and Eden Prairie. I mean, they came to play. Yeah. We really destroy Lakeville on this show, by the way. And do we should probably be apologizing to Lakeville? Well, okay. Bring back the apology segment. Yeah. So, yeah. so Griffin Lucky, Lucky, we were talking to him, or at least I was, in the 15 questions, 60 seconds, and he's like, we played them before. We were pretty happy with who we drew because at least we know who we're drawing. He's like, we would have had Edina. It was like, uh, but with it would have been deer in the headlights. Yeah, and I think the same with Blaine for them as well. Um, if they would have drawn Blaine, um, but I think the comfortability factor of playing a team once before like that really helped out. Speaking of the fifteen questions, sixty seconds thing, last Sunday a week ago, I show up at 
Edina, and there's two kids in the conference room where we're going to be shooting our videos. Yeah. And I go, ah, you guys got to get going. I look up, I'm like, hey, Peter Colby, how are you doing? What are you doing in here? <laughs> it was yeah. Peter Colby sitting in there with his brother Andrew handing out T-shirts for the Dynamite Jamboree. And we said, well, you got to get going here because we got the conference room rented. Yeah. And Peter and Andrew picked up their stuff and they moved on. They're not important enough for us. Six days later, Peter Colby's doing the heartbreaker. <laughs> yeah. How cool is that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, <laughs> so... Want to go back to the other side of the ledger and talk about the Cotton Bowl 2010? Oh, yeah. yeah. Great game. Great game. It was a wonderful contest at uh, the Cotton Bowl, Jerry World. Yeah. Um, Jerry I, Land. Jerry, Jerry Land, Jerry World. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, we, no matter how it looks, the, the logo that the high school league brought up with, that was just another one of many black eyes that they took this weekend. Is that a fair assessment? Yeah, it, it, why are you making a direct knockoff? That's I like I was saying before. I want to know who found this. Like who? Yeah, good who, work digging who in. Who dug that this. out? Yeah. Who is one a, a high school hockey fan and two a Cotton Bowl fan? It's crazy. <laughs> How they first like Google image search it or something? Like I I can't tell. Some crazy some jilted marketer who didn't get the <laughs> yeah design. he didn't get the logo oh. job. That's probably what yeah. it was. My logo is better than this crap. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know? I stole the cotton wool. <laughs> so funny, so funny. All right, back to the positive side. Greenway. Greenway. I mean, we, uh, uh, what a great story. I mean, yeah. and the fact that uh, Saratori was there, and it just makes it even better. Yeah, you know? it really does. Well, I, I, I was pretty, I was somewhat biased calling that game the championship game. <laughs> Not biased in the sense that, like, but it was like, Greenway has a shot. It's like, because they did. And I kept, like, it was like, okay, this is our Cinderella. This is our Cinderella. Keep turning in for our Cinderella, you know. And they really almost did it. They really did. Peter leans over to me. And if anybody knows Peter not on the air, you see a goofy, wild, wacky kid. But he can get a little bit salty. He leans over bit. to me during the state tournament and goes, isn't that cool? They got to use that. The Lawson family got to use that suite for all three games. It wasn't like they were I one said and that done. I too. I thought. yeah, it's super cool yeah. that it all worked out. Yeah, you know, it was it was neat to see that all kind of transpire and yeah, and if Dante win the award, I mean, it was we called it on our ten minutes show last week about who was going to be media darlings, and I'm like Greenway is going to be the darling, no doubt, and they pulled it off. Yeah, I know. Down in the stands and sitting in among the Greenway people because it was kind of hard not to since they took over the whole arena. Yep, <laughs> and they all and bars their, and bars. Yep, they, they all had <laughs> their leather jackets. They yeah. had their leather jackets. Carl, we like, were trying to find the oldest one we could. I think uh, I found some, like a sixties. Yeah. yeah, it's like yeah. who the heck? Like they don't throw them out. No, <laughs> I guess it's a big deal to let her in Greenway. Yeah, and, <laughs> it is. You know, we were trying to think if you know we've ever seen anything comparable and. Like this, and maybe you know, mammal two years ago, but that was a totally different feeling because they were new, and it's you know, hey, it's a big thing for the community. It's uh, never done this before. Which is Greenway, you know, you've got this level of history that just yeah, and well, they well, don't well, go. And there's kind of like the, there's a difference between old versus new. You know, like I was a section final girls last year, not this year, but last year was Shakopee and Eden Prairie. As you can imagine, how many Eden Prairie girls fans were at this game. 
the rest of the rink at Braemar, I'm telling you, there was over a thousand Shakopee fans there. It was just mm-hmm. this wave of people, yeah. and it was the same at Bra- same at uh, for uh, Mammal. It was unbelievable. So cool to watch. Well, if I can say something just hatery, but it would be really that's why Hermantown stinks because it prevents. <laughs> Teams like Greenway from Correct. going to the state tournament. Or like Virginia would be unbelievable to see. Yeah. It just, it's the ultimate you know, block. Name some, and it's just – that's uh, – sorry. Hermantown has a really good team, great program. Yes. But it just hurts when we can't see stuff like this happen every other year or something it's like that. It's the first team to make the tournament since well, it's kinda like Yeah. Kind of like Cathedral and Alex, we get a taste of both. It seems like every other year we're kind of yeah. getting some of those yeah. teams. There's no blockade there. Yeah. I agree. All right, well, this is one that kind of goes without saying, and this is probably the most negative attention that was brought to the tournament, uh, maybe second most, was the whole credential fiasco with uh, Michael Russo. I mean, with the, the state high school league. As a whole. Yeah, the yeah. state high school league learned a hard lesson that social media is – lack of a term can be a bitch you know yeah it really can i mean and and it was a just a nasty it just got to be nasty after a while i felt bad i was starting to feel bad for the high school league <laughs> you know which is odd but, but they brought it upon themselves yeah, yeah. it was it, it the whole paywall it, it, it brought light to paywalling because of the star tribune and right, pioneer yeah. press paywall like everyone paywalls in order to pay their bills yeah it's the new it's it, how it, newspaper doesn't exist anymore no paywall exists paywall is there so it was an interesting uh thing anyone you guys any got any thoughts on on the whole process of how that ended up happening and then the fact that they reverted back and allowed them in yeah it's just it was just a fiasco from the start. It was like everything about it was so bizarre and just, ugh. Yeah, it, it <laughs> I, shine I a light on it. No positive things to, to say about anything that happened there. <laughs> well, the fact that we have to fight, we in this room have to fight hard and for credentials. And we don't have the platform to go out and complain if we don't get them yeah and And when we do complain actually to tell you the truth we do complain we're labeled as complainers by the high school league Mm -hmm. yeah and and it's just it's kind of annoying because for me like i'm not i wasn't credentialed through yhh i'm credentialed through kfan because they're not going to shut out kfan and i got to do some games because you're the big boys i mean we are we are the small you know not to be concerned with entity and Eventually yeah. we'll get there, but it's still early in this whole process. I thought it was an interesting tweet. Michael Russo <laughs> had a tweet, you know, and this is why he shouldn't be credentialed. Yeah, He's tweeting about Carter Batchelder being really good. I'm like, really? This just in, Michael Russo. You show up in our venue, the State yeah. High School Hockey Tournament, yeah. and then you start commenting on players that are really good. That, that are have, college commits. That are college committed. And, you know what I mean? Like, do your research, Michael Russo. We don't come to the wild games and start. Who's this crazy guy's okay? Yeah, who's this guy wearing number 20? He <laughs> looks like he's out there a lot. <laughs> I'm like, we're not doing that. And then, like, okay, so in the presser, like, Russo's just asking just dumb questions. Like, so, Loudon, it looks like you played in Colorado and Nashville and then Wyoming. And Loudon's like, yeah, I kind of grew in, up in Wyoming. That's where I played. It was like, yeah, you Googled me. 
Good job, yeah, Michael. It yeah. really was like you read what my elite prospects, and it's like, do you not realize now, Russo, that there's nothing around Wyoming that he has to play in Colorado? Like, like let's put some things perspective. But I mean, far be it for me to call out that. I know. So it was interesting. I thought it was the whole credentials and media. Ones that topics that you and the three of us have well talked about at nauseum. We don't talk about it a lot on the show. No, because it's not it's, air. Yeah. And it finally came to fruition on K Fan. Thank you, K Fan, for bringing yeah. shining light on this fiasco. Is what yeah. it really was. Well, it, it's just it, it it hurts when somebody like Russo can throw a whiny little complaint fit about it, and it's like, well, there's a lot of other people that do a lot more coverage than. The athletic on high school hockey that are getting stonewalled right now. So that's yeah, and, and and let's be honest, there are some people up in that press box who don't belong in that no. press box either. No, no, no business being no. in that press and, box, and yeah. we're not naming names, but they know who they are. Yeah, for for sure. Yeah. All right, back to the positive side of the ledger, and this was great. And I and I thought, let's give hats off to the high school league and and the Herb Brooks uh, Foundation. For picking two outstanding choices for the Herb Brooks Award, mm-hmm. uh, you want to talk about who they were, Danny, and then Carl and I will sound off on, on what, why we thought they were so great. So in the Class A side, they chose um, uh, Dante Lawson, which I thought was a great pick, and on the Class Two A side, they picked um, Jack Jensen. So Jack, during his speech, you know, obviously he grew up playing in Edina, which nobody knew in the in the press finally by the finals they've had figured it out um but he he basically tipped his you know he he, he said thank you it's hard all those things then he goes hats off to edina they played their butts off tonight and they did because they got completely outplayed and yeah. they and they willed their way to a state championship last night and it's pretty cool for for jack to do that he didn't have to do that no no and that's that's why you win the herb brooks award absolutely like, and that's what makes like that uh, the presentation to the right people for that award that's that's where you have to look and say that was one of the special moments because last year they did it well too they gave it to Joe Molinar Molinar was a perfect pick was and then perfect. for Hauser to interview him then it, it was you know, good. like it was absolutely perfect and they did it again this year so hats off to the Herb Brooks Foundation and the funny thing is like we were talking it's like Herb Brooks would have never congratulated the other team (laughs) 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 so we really don't know what the award the award stands for but like Herb would never have done that he would have said F off but (laughs) but, uh, that's you know what makes this award they went to the right people speaking of the Brooks family by the way I I, I don't think it's it's been years since I saw players who are, who are as crushed to lose as the Paradises after Matamidi lost. Yeah. In and so you can see what this pro, um, this tournament still means to that family. Oh, yeah. So, no doubt yeah, about it. They were yeah. wrecked. No doubt about it. Well, and they had the game. Mm-hmm. So. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. Uh, let's go back to the negative side of the ledger. Um, when you guys, well, I know, I mean, I talked to Eric uh, on the way home on third Friday, can't get my stays straight here. You know, uh, I, I called Eric and I'm like, "Can you believe it? The state final is at Lake Commerce game that we see three times, and we got to watch it for the fourth time." Yeah, that was a major downer. Yeah, we'll get to the positive. I think we can flip back. Any any thoughts on the the Lake Conference game as as a final? That was a bummer for you guys. Well, right? I, I mean, like anybody who asked me what my opinion was, I could tell him I saw the game twice. 
<laughs> Already, the, now yeah, two out of three. I, I actually two like I saw two out of three. It happened yeah. three times, but I was at two of them, the and I almost one. left one of them. That's the other thing. I almost left one of them because it was so boring. I think I did leave the, the holiday classic you, one. Yeah, without Jensen. Oh I left no, after no, the you, second period. No, we I? talked to um, we talked to Art for the whole third. So period. I made the whole game for that. We one. made the. Okay. You were like Danny. I need to leave. I'm leaving, I, and then I my might dad already. left. Yes. My dad left. Yeah. I turned to him, and I was pretty. like, "You want to leave?" Yeah. Well, that yeah. was the game Jensen didn't play in. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. So that was why it was so ugly. Um, on the flip side, we go right back to the positives. Oh, oh, the reason I think it's a negative is because. The attendance was the lowest I've seen in the XL Energy yeah, Center. I don't know about sold tickets, but it was it was it low. Was and bad. you, you yeah. factor in the bad weather yeah. and the really bad. It wasn't as bad as it was. Yeah, it really didn't turn out to be. No, and then the fact that it was two teams that nobody could cheer against. You know, like there was no one could cheer for. There was yeah. no one yeah. to cheer for. Yeah, um, was really that's what made it bad. Yeah, on the positive side, it's one of the best tournament final games I've seen. Yeah. yeah, it was really good. Entertaining. It you was know, an overtime game. Yeah. I mean, a bunch of goals in the third period. Yeah. yeah. Back and forth. Yeah. Don't yeah. you think it's a little ironic that we talk, the people, you know, the, the, the institutions talk about Minnesota hockey, playing with your buddies, staying home, all these things that are so great about community-based hockey, and a kid from Wyoming is a freaking superstar in the game. Yeah, and, and, and the, that's because it's so good, right? They have the, to they the come best, here. The sure. best was in the press conference. Lowenhauer was like, "Yeah, this is by far my favorite team, and favorite program." It's like the what? best things he said. <laughs> no, no, no. He didn't say program. This is my favorite organization. <laughs> like this is not an organization. This is a school. school. Yeah, it just it was good. It was interesting wording. I yeah, I, I really sat back and I was like. Uh, interesting. And I'm not taking anything away from the kid. Great no, kid. No, no, no. I'm just saying it was just straight an interesting pluck. observation. Just, yeah. Just you know, one of those subtle things that, that, no, that so Michael no, no Russo would, wouldn't put any thought into. But, yeah. Michael Russo would never have picked up on that. No. no. <laughs> that's, all, that's the only thing we're saying. That, I agree. I agree with that. Okay. Back to the which which side of the ledger we go positive or negative? I got I got you back to go, negative. Uh, back to negative. Back to negative. I can't read my writing. Um, I think I just I did it. The Double uh, A championship game yeah. Yeah. being a great game. That's the positive. Oh, here's my negative. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, um, Mike Crowley left off the all oh, tournament. Oh yeah, the all tournament teams. Yeah. Which otherwise was a very cool little bit that they did. It yeah, was, so cool like they've done. Yeah, they, agreed. So here's why Carly should have made the list. McDonough made one, one tournament. One tournament. Okay. Which he wasn't even a senior for. Right. Okay. And they were a five hundred team when he was a senior. Tony, you just you're doing a <gasps> He wasn't even an impact player in the state tournament. No, Pat White was the impact player of those those years. Like like you don't go back and go, Oh, you remember when McDonald was there? Pe- people talk no. about remember when Pat White was there. Yes. Scouts say remember when McDonald yes. was there because scouts drool over somebody like McDonough, but not people like us. Okay. It's Eight years after I've graduated from high school, so I'm, high school hockey is kind of away from me at this point. I'm still I'm involved in youth hockey in 1994, 93, but high school hockey isn't something I went to every day. Mm-hmm. Every day in 1992, 93, 94, all I could hear about was this one cat 
from West Bloomington named Mike Crowley. Yeah. And every time during the state tournament, he'd take the puck, go end to end, and make something happen. Yeah. He was, it, it was unbelievable, right? Yeah. And here he is, all tournament team, Mr. Hockey, three Gopher, titles, 28 NHL, you yeah, name it. Yeah. yeah. Well, say what. And you, he's not on that list. Say what you will about Mark Parrish just talking about the Jefferson program for like the whole time when he's up there. <laughs> Mike. Crawley, deservedly so. Like, it, it was like, uh, Parrish is on to something when he's saying Crawley is one of the best players he ever played with. Because it is. Even Crawley went back for practice this year. I don't know if I told you this one, Carl. Crawley went back to practice and Cole Jugworth told us, oh, yeah, Crawley just skated circles around us. <laughs> and it's just like, he still got it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, now, so does Ryan McDonough. But, I mean, that's a different story. Right. So I texted Mike last night and wrote, robbed. He writes me back, ha, all good. Those guys all had a ton of points in the tournament, which just basically says yeah, he's a classy guy. I mean, he, he, it doesn't mean anything to him to be on that list. Not no. one tear was shed in his house. No, no. Next he, text, go Eagles, because he lives, <laughs> he lives in Eden Prairie, Prairie and yeah. probably has a disdain for Edina, I'm sure. But <laughs> he has some disdain for Edina, and, and that's what he, he just made yeah. a full twist on the whole thing and said, Move on, you know. Everybody because needs to go. That's to a, who Mike Crawley is. You need to go it, take it, Mike Crawley lessons. You know, yeah. he should have a course yeah. on how to act. You know, and that's <laughs> he is just a. That's one of the reasons he should have been on this list. But it was really cool to see Eichla and Stutz yeah. and Mayasech and Boucher. You know, like it was that was cool. That was really cool. Stutz basically helping Eichla onto the ice was that was a moment I'll never forget. Yeah, super cool. Yeah. It's just still looks pretty sharp at eighty five. Who Maysetch? Yeah, yeah. 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 So, so did yeah. Boucher. Boucher looked pretty yeah. decent too. Yeah, and he's gone through some health issues, so it's great to see him looking good. Yeah, I mean, he looked good. I mean, he looks skinny. He's yeah. normally not a skinny guy, but he looked good still. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the only other positive I got out of this was seeing White Bear Lake back in the tournament. I thought it was good, and White Bear Lake doing their thing. Yeah, you know, <laughs> doing that embarrassing thing that <laughs> they love to do. Some traditions thing. Uh, the last negative would be it's a sad day when uh, it's the last all hockey here video that uh, John King produced. Uh, it's a good one. Janie hasn't seen it yet. You'll no. enjoy it. Uh, a lot of pumping the her uh, the Henderson Foundation uh, through a GoFundMe page and. Uh, you can find it. It's pretty easy. GoFundMe forward slash hockey here and make a one. All we're asking is a one dollar donation. Um, one dollar. That's all we're asking. A couple other positives. Danny's jersey collection grew. That was you, you have Blake now. Yeah, that was a good one. In Lakeville South. And that was a good and one. And a really nice Lakeville South, by well, the way. Well, the Avalith J. One of my favorites, that tan one. The Aveleth jersey, though, is pretty sick. Yeah. Evelyn that Harry. one's really good. It's a Bantam. It's a Bantam, it's a Bantam jersey. No, it's I'm... not. <laughs> okay? hate you guys. Um, Speaking it, of Bantams, we, we're going to talk about guys that were all great Bantam players and now high school players who might be coming or going next year. You got the you got the magical list? Ooh, I got the list. Okay, so, so you want to define, Tony, what we'll do? Um so this list will be a list of players that are prominent player will be prominent players next year and may have an opportunity to go elsewhere. There are already prominent players right now. Let's put it that way. Okay. So 
uh, let's define how we're going to do this. Green means they're leaving. They're going. They're going. Bye-bye. We don't expect you to see them wearing their high school jersey next year. Yellow is it really could go either way. Red means they're staying. They're stopping. They're, they're continuing. They're staying. And I would put the red as one of us on this staff has confirmed that they're staying. Like yeah. me running into Jake Brissini at Mariucci. Hey, and wait, wait, him, wait, 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 wait. And I asked wait, him wait, what wait. he was doing. Yeah. And he told me. And we'll get to that when he gets okay. there. So, or we just have a really strong feeling about certain kids. Yeah. Because yeah. we know but, kids and what they're coming back for. But if I've confirmed it, I'm going to tell you. I've well, yeah. It. I Thank you, Tony. I hope you can. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we're here listening. <laughs> Anyways, Garrett Pinanimi. I think he's going green. green. I think he's going. Um, he had a great junior year. He'll be drafted in the NHL this year. He's uh, no, not will, will be, but it's his draft year, is what I'm yep. saying. Um, he he'll probably want to start as a let's call it a true freshman, <laughs> you know, year um, at the U. And Moscow's been high on him since he recruited him out of Delano. So um, Carson Rickles, Rickles. I would say yellow. yellow. Yeah, yeah. I I think he has enough points to maybe play in the nah right now. He could make the USHL. He's got the body for USHL. I, I was sure. really impressed with Rickles this week. Yeah, I, thought, I honestly he stood up to me more than Brzezinski did. Yeah, I, I I've liked that team all season. They really are big kids in like from Hillman to Brodzy, big kids. Um, yeah, I'm going yellow on him as well. Rhett Pitlick. Uh, red. You think he's – okay. The, the, the Pitlick clan has always been a take-your-time family. So I would – and he, the dad's a coach, a okay. coach's coach. Yeah. He's on the coaching staff. Um, I would say Rhett Stan. He, this is his draft year, right? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he's yeah. draft yes. eligible right now. Yep. Yeah. Um. Okay, Jake Brasini. Red. Yeah. Well, he what you want to say what he said? Oh, I no, he, he looked me straight in the eye. He goes, "We're coming back and we're beating Moorhead." Where's exact words? <laughs> they have a shot. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I yeah, yeah they have, and the first really thing I said to him, "Do you have a goalie?" because because <laughs> Mueller Miller has yeah. always been the guy and he's out, he's same age, hockey age as those guys, but he's d- different grade. Yeah, which kind of stinks, but oh well. Um Kyle Kukinen. <laughs> Come on, it's red. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <bit> red. <laughs> Justin Janicki, though, green. I I think Janicki's gone. That's Maple Grove ever going to keep a core together here? Well, when you're invited to the national development program, that's excusable. I think. I yeah, <laughs> but, it's, and, a, but it's, it's well. I'm yeah. glad that you brought it up because if you weren't, it's like the elephant in the room. Right. Yeah. Their core you is know. it's staying together at the national development program. <laughs> <laughs> think about that. <laughs> think about that. If Henry Michigan. Nelson got invited and took it, my goodness, it would just be I know a gutting. I know. You know, and the, the number of players from Maple Grove that have left. I mean, when you go start at Trevor, Connor Kelly, Brock Faber. And now JJ Justin Janicki. I mean, that's that's a hard recovery. Yeah, exactly. It's hard to recover from. Imagine if those Edina teams lost those guys. It would have been really hard. Yeah. Uh, well, let's look at it even this way. Like Kiefer Bellows played a year. 
yeah. right. of high school hockey. Yeah. Right? That's not the case right now that's going on in Maple Grove. Right. And, and, I mean, hats off to these kids. They deserve these spots and everything. Yeah, absolutely. Shane Lavelle. Uh, red. Um, Blake Messenberg. Red. red. <laughs> Nate Schweitzer. Red. Red Knights. <laughs> Wyatt Kaiser. Red. Yeah. Um, the Rosemount players, I kind of grouped together. So you have Mason Wheeler, um, Luke Lewandowski, Jake Ratzlaff. I don't see those guys leaving nope. right now. I, I could see one of them leaving, but not all three. No. And factor in the fact that the, the hot rumor is eighth grader, current eighth grader, Charlie Strammel, who's, you know, arguably one of the best eighth, well, he's one of the best eighth graders in the state. He's probably the best eighth grader in the state. Um, will be staying and playing at Rosemont High School next year. I mean, he's legit. He's a top six. He could have been on a top six this year. He's that good. He's going to be playing at Rosemont. I mean, this is this is yeah, that, that team is going to be loaded. Saint so Thomas good. Is not going to be loaded. Yeah, uh, well, the St. Thomas factor of what they they don't have much coming back and yeah. who's coming in. We have no idea. That all really depends on what they make for a coaching decision, which I'm thinking might take a little bit more time than they thought. Correct. Um. Ooh. Can I ask you, like, who are some other, you know, programs or something like that? Maybe when we talk about the top ten, like some mm-hmm. programs that might get an addition due to, like, a a player. Transfers in. Or, no, not or a transfer. Maybe a Bantam up. Or, yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the, who's bringing in the good Bantams? Yeah. Yeah, we'll get to that. Can we get to that with the top ten? Yeah, I think okay. YZ's got a great Bantam team and Prior Lake's got a great Bantam team this year. Well, so. Prior Lake doesn't. That doesn't make a difference. I'm just telling you. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you. They, 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 got, they got four ninth, four or five ninth graders that will make an immediate impact next year. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, let's talk about that in a little bit. Yep. Ben Tremblay. Mm. Staying. Uh, red. Uh, and, and if he stays, Miller stays. Yeah. And so I think those two, I mean, they, they probably want to go back to state. Yeah. They want to go back to state right now. Yeah, <laughs> like right, right well, here, right now. They might want to let their legs recover. For yeah, a and, and it's a, <laughs> and, and we'll get to Blake Biondi, I'm sure, in this yeah. segment. Um, but I, I, I think that's a big part of this. If, if Blake Biondi goes to the National Development Program, I'll guarantee you Trombley and Miller stay. Yeah, exactly. Isn't that weird? Mm-hmm. One player can affect <laughs> two teams. Yeah, exactly. Seven, dominoes. Yeah, and the whole section. Yeah. Let's talk about another Class A school that will probably lose people, Jack Smith and Nate Warner. Uh, you know, uh, as of last Sunday, Jack was one of our subjects on 15 questions in 60 seconds. Bold, square, eye-to-eye, man-to-man context is, off. we're coming back. That's the plan right now. We're coming back. Uh, and, you know, obviously everyone knows about uh, Nate's shoulder, upper body injury. Uh, he'll be having surgery probably next week or whatever. He'll so be, it's a six-month recovery. So getting going from that process to an NH, to a USHL trial, because he's got to still try out for his USHL team. Right. It's not like he makes yeah. it. That's a pretty That's risky. big big stretch, yeah. too. So I, I think, you know, I'm going to mark them both down as green, and the fact that they have, Red. you know, the killer Red, bees coming staying. back and, the, and Zins on the, that blue line, 
they'll they'll repeat. And if you know Coach Brown anything, Coach yeah. Brown's a scheduler. He'll schedule some good good opponents from the play against next year. Yeah, I, I it's kind of a. I could see one of them leaving though too. No, I they're they're either all or nothing. All, all, or all nothing. or nothing. Okay, let's talk about another Class A team: Joey Pierce and Blake Biondi. Let's start with Joey. Joey Stan. Okay, Blake. He's red. Blake. I'd say fifty-fifty. So yellow. Yeah, I I would say yellow to green. I'd say yellow. I, there's no no one has any proof. I interviewed Blake two weeks ago mm-hmm. and never even brought the topic up because I said, you know what? Your goal is to make it to the state tournament now and not have some guy rattle in your cage about whether you're coming or going. And let's wait till after the year. You also asked them for the boys or for the girls. <laughs> yes, they did. <laughs> yeah, he was probably pretty rattled after that. <laughs> uh, yeah. He was probably rattled after that, I'm sure. Um, Mac Leeson. Red. Maroon. Red. <laughs> yeah, that's. This is a hard red. Um, Teddy Lagerbach. Um, maroon. I mean, green. I mean, red. Red. Not red. He's just like his hair. <laughs> <laughs> um, the middle stats. Red. Yeah. Um, Brent, but what? Uh, they could be a before and after. I mean, if they can get oh, sure. all yeah. drafted to the same. If, if, if. Yeah. Here's the deal. The only way Green Bay can. Because Green Bay owns the rights of John. The only way that Green Bay can guarantee that Luke and John is they, if he tenders them, he goes to the National Development Program, declines the invite, which he's going to get invited. Well, duh. And then he gets tendered. If they tender, the only way they can tender him, he has to play 55 games there, which means he has to play a full season. So they'll know in advance. But So they'll, they'll ask him, do you want us to tender you? And, and if he does, he's gone. But if he was gonna go play in the USHL, he'd much rather he'd probably be smarter to go play. Um, I'll get to this in a second. Go play for the National Development Program because mm-hmm. he's gonna be gone anyway. He's gonna leave his home, right? I still think the answer is no. He's gonna say no to the National Development Program. He's gonna say no to the tender from Green Bay, and he, and then Green Bay is just gonna have to pray that they can get him in the first round. Yeah, and do a before and after with them. That's a lot of that's a lot of risk for Green Bay. Draft a kid who's only going to play before and after for two seasons. Right. Yeah. And you know he's probably going to go in as as a true freshman because he's yep. going to be one of the best players. He's the best player his age. Yeah. On a defensive line. Is that crazy? It's un- Luke Middlestat and and Chaz Lucius are the two best forward and D their age, and they played on the same Blades team all the way growing up. As yeah, <laughs> they Luke- won a lot of games. Let's put it that way. Lucas. Special, unbelievable. So is Chaz. Right You've never seen him, but he's I'm telling you, it's crazy good. Yeah. Um, Brett Overly, yellow. Yeah, and Joe Palatiduck. Palatichuk. Sure. <laughs> he would be. He'll be drafted. I don't think he's got the body or the ability to make a USHL team. He will be. He will be drafted very high. But he won't. I don't think he can make a USHL team as a sixteen-year-old. Nick Pierre. Uh, Where would he he, go? He's an 04. Oh, it's an 04. I thought he was 04. He's got no options. He's got no (laughs) options. He can't play junior hockey as an 04. Boltman, Jake Boltman. Ooh, that's a really good question. I think Jake goes. I. You say he's green. I say he's green. He's gone. I think he's yellow. Yellow to green. 
Uh, I, I, it's a yellow to green, but like he just won state. The team that he's coming back to is not not even top ten. If you stick around and listen to our show later, it, yeah, tease, tease. Um, yeah, I, I just I don't see that that decor isn't there anymore. I mean, though Nikki Williams will be still there, it's just going to be a, a little bit different. Um, Johnny Myers, green, green, yeah. There's nothing left at Egan to stay for. They had a good senior class. Yeah. Um, Luke Grammer. Uh, red. You talked to him? I've talked to, uh, yes, I would confirm that. That's confirmed. Okay. Um, Jeanette, Jacob Jeanette from East. Yellow. Yellow. Okay. Um, Paul Huglin Rozo. Um... I would say he'll be drafted fairly high in the USHL. Uh, I don't think he'll leave. Not his. Not his junior year. Um, anybody on the U, uh, uh, the US NDTP list? Uh, I don't care. <laughs> what about it? And well, is is there the any- only high school hockey player in our premium article? That we have listed, we've already said is a green and would be Justin Janicki. The other three, well, that uh, yeah, that's the other three are two from Gentry and one from Heron Lake, Minnesota. Let's put it that way. Sure. Okay. There will be plenty. I, I still think that Batchelder's got a chance to make the team, uh, and there's a chance he would leave Eden Prairie. Yeah. Uh, but I don't have that as a lock right now. I don't have it as a lock of being invited. I don't well, have a lock. Apparently, accepting. he's a really good player. Yeah, according to Mike Russo, he's yeah. pretty, pretty good. <laughs> um, let's go Red Black League. Red Black League sponsorship? Yeah. I really appreciate their sponsorship this year. Uh, it's cool the fact that we started doing this show and no one sponsored our show, and they approached us and said, hey, can we sponsor your show? And now they've been with us for two years. They've re-upped for next year. Uh, uh, and yay. they have and it's March twelfth are their tryouts. They got about 10, 12 spots available for their tryouts to go out to their trial for their league. Uh, the spring league is, you know, sixteen teams. They got plenty of guys already signed up who renewed from last fall. Um, it's fun to see that they have a booth at the Let's Play Hockey Expo. I mean, to watch this league from where it was five years ago and where it is now, it's kind of becoming the place to be as far as you're getting some great off-season work in. You know, you do your training, but it's a good place to go play some games. You're not going to get headhunted. You might get slashed a couple times. but uh, <laughs> No, because they can't use their yeah, bodies. So they're that's using their why sticks. I was laughing. Their, their, their sticks are the weapon versus their bodies. But uh, Okay, Luke Herzog, good, hold on now. Yeah. <laughs> 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 How about the one? Last night, where Middlestat did the stick and it went flying like ten feet in the air. Yeah, the Hank Sorensen move. Yeah, it was crazy. crazy, crazy. So, anyway, huge shout out to uh, Red and Black League. Go to their website. You're looking for to try out redandblackleagues.com. Okay, preseason top ten. So huge qualifiers on this. Yeah, we there's so many weird things based on what we know. This is on who's. This is on everyone returning. So when the Maple Grove number comes up really high, this is with Justin Janicki and Henry Nelson returning. Yeah, not gone. So mm-hmm. Justin and and Henry leave. 
their number goes down drastically. But we can't make that assumption because it hasn't happened yet. Right. No assumptions. We can assume that Charlie Strammel will be on Rosemount, which is, I'm telling you guys, this kid's special. Well, you know? and, and that's a, one of those things, Tony, like Rosemount's bringing in a Bantam class. He's on the Bantam team. We would assume that he's going to play varsity hockey. Yeah, he's good. And, he, and he's Bantam eligible next year. He won't be playing Bantams, I can assure you that. Okay. Carl, you want to Let's roll it out here. We have the drum roll. Okay. Right? We could just open up the door and listen. Yeah, we have a leaky roof. It's kind of a drum roll. Yeah, (laughs) steady drip here in the YHH office, but uh, we'll ignore that for now and go through a top (laughs) ten. So, uh, number one team coming in next next season is Middle St. Margaret's. You look at what they bring back, and you know, gave Edina a decent run in the section final this year. A decent uh, run. It was 2-1, to one, and they had the yeah. power play late in the 11, 12 minutes to go in the mm-hmm. third period. They bring That's back. That's a state champion. Yeah. Yeah. You know. They bring back everybody except for two players, and everybody is legit that they're bringing back. They were running 5-D, and their 5-D are very good. Everything is good on that mm-hmm. team. Yeah. yeah. Really like them towards the end of the season. Uh, number two is Eden Prairie. I think we all really like their sophomore class, which will be you no know, juniors next year. Yep. Yeah. And then you factor in their their seniors are they they'll bring in, you know their JV was loaded. They'll yeah. bring in a bunch of seniors that have played a ton of hockey and train hard. I think Eden Prairie is the team to beat in the late conference next year. Yeah. 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 Number three is Maple Grove. Obviously contingent. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think that's there's no argument there. No, they were special this year. And number four is Rosemount. Yeah, I, I think you could also, with, with Strammel in this lineup, I and mean, people think I'm just crazy about this Charlie Strammel kid. With Strammel in the lineup, I think they're potentially the number one team. I, I They're a 20-plus win team this year. The, and they get better. They get better. Their conference gets better, too. Better or at competition, least, yeah. Yeah, they actually will have something in there. I, I think that will – They'll be a very good team. Next. Five, we've got Blake, another team on the upswing. <sighs> yeah, they 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 and 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 Benilde are just loaded. I mean yeah. and it's their Tristan year. This Bros. is seniors and juniors next year. Dex Bros will be a junior. Yeah, Dexheimer, Joe Miller. I mean, what are the it's Matsky. crazy. Matsky's going to improve. Fendall. I mean, yeah, yeah you Matsky. I mean, yeah. it's a really good team. Yeah. Really good team. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be fun to watch. I like that rank. Yeah. Well, I, I like just it, the yeah. fact that it's somebody different. You yeah. know, we, we've been kind of getting into kind of a Edina rut, and I think <laughs> that's going to change a little bit. Edina's for, not going to make their way through Blake and Benilde. And they should remain in their section, at least one of those two teams, I would assume. I mean, yeah, they're, Edina's yeah. not going to make it through. Yeah. Number six is Andover. Talk about teams that are trying to make it through. Uh, they lose a couple of their top-line forwards, but the, the decor, which was really their their heart and soul this year, is all back. Yeah, um, and they still that's – a, that's a really mm-hmm. good team. You know, as you know, Carl, you've seen them the last two years yep. in the section final – I don't think it's even close next year in seven double A that they're the best team. No, and no. I think Rapids might actually be the yeah. second yeah, we best were, team. We were talking about that, and because you have Clafton, you have Pert, you have some good just players that are coming up, and good players yeah. that are already there. So. They have three Bantams that are lights out. Well, so that'll time, be they make them sophomores next year. One of them's a move in from Evelyn, so 
It's interesting. I mean, Think about the good. last time that um, they had three um, uh, panel players. Yeah, the, no, not quite. these not these quite. three are good, but this is not Blake and and Hayne and no, 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 they're not that good, but they're good though. And it's exciting, exciting to happen, see it happen. Yeah. Number seven, we have Blaine. Of course, assuming players like Rickles are back. I yeah. think that Blaine is all, you know on par with Maple Grove next year. I uh, they have a couple of thing big pieces they need to replace though. Yes, Bryce yep. is a big piece. Danninger is a huge piece. Um, yeah, they they have a couple you know keys to this, but they're they're there. Number eight, White Bear Lake, kind of right where they were almost all season this year, and. You know, they lose a couple of pieces, but still plenty in the tank. So You go back to the transitive property, Marshall-Bantam, AA tournament down in Marshall a couple of years ago. White Bear Lake, clean sweep, wins the state title. Eden Prairie and Blaine play an epic, like, six-overtime game. And guess who else was there in the Class A? Greenway. <laughs> I mean, they're all there. It all You just go to a Bantam tournament and just... Hit fast forward to three years and it's all there again. Except Duluth East because they're not and there. Get, and and who did and yeah and yeah they gut their Bantam program. And guess who White Bear Lake beat in the finals? Uh, Moorhead or Osseo Maple Grove. Oh, okay. yeah. I was trying to remember. You know what I mean? There. But big factor, big caveat here to that White Bear Lake. This is why they're down at the eight level. Is Camberg, who's playing in the USHL right now, and Owen Gallatin, who's playing in the USHL mm-hmm. right now, both O2 birth year kids. They're gone, and they were a big part of that team. They weren't the heart and soul of that team, but they were a big part of that team. Well, was the best defenseman. Yes, best defenseman. But they're, but I think that White Bear is on paper right now better than Hill. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, Hill needs – we need to see what – Hill can do Hill's season this year was I would categorize inconsistent. it inconsistent yeah. to disappointing at times. Right. Um I mean their best game was the St. Thomas game uh, and well they, they beat Edina, but <laughs> but yes. I would say <laughs> champions. But I would still define the best complete game that they probably played was the St. Thomas Academy first game. Yeah. And I it just it, and that would be you oh. could ask a Hill person that and they would tell you that. Sure. And you know, I didn't see him in December, but I did see him a few times in January, February and it was I was never awed. Was, like, what about that that remember that play in the St. Thomas Hill game where Rob Christie was like staring off into the sun and Yeah. And <laughs> Buck went by him and <laughs> woo what you know, there goes Hill Murray and you yeah, know that here's, was a bad game. Here's Rob, yeah. Here's Rob Christie, who's played four years of varsity. He's probably had two bad moments in his career, and I was there to watch him. Just like, wow, what happened? <laughs> and he yeah. was great in the state tournament this year. Will I mean, Shimmick for getting his skates for that game. That was there was just, some really was, that was a bad St. Thomas a game. Bad, yeah, bad yeah. game for them. Rob and a good had, game for Hill. Yeah, Rob had a really good semifinal. Oh, game. he was he on a whale of a game. That's the kid I felt the worst for in this the whole end of tournament end sure, of, yeah. because he just had such a great career. Yeah, the Rob knows there's a reason why I went to the press conference on yep. that one just yep. to see him. So, anyways, all right, number nine, Lakeville South, a team that was you know, made made some impressions this year and has a loaded group of sophomores next year, juniors. And guess whose Bantam team is in the state tournament this Lakeville year South. as a Lakeville number North? one seed? Oh. Lakeville <laughs> South. I mean, think about Dang. that. They're going to have five Bantams. Next year, four or five Bantams that'll make this team really good next year, coupled with a bunch of 
Caden Soft Smith Morrison. would make this team look really good, too. <laughs> I'm not saying, but I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, the whole South-North North Rosemount thing, it's, it's, it's just, it's a just weird, weird. weird. Love you triangle. think about it, like, like AJ Anello and Kranz, those kids are Rosemount kids, so they're probably going, yeah. what are we doing here? Maybe right. we should be back in Rosemount, it, it, you know? They, they just keep cycling. It's just like, this big <laughs> cycle of weirdness. You yeah, know? and it happens like year in and year out. This isn't like this is like yeah. a five year trend going on. <laughs> yeah, it's like there's own there's its own area code down there. Yeah. You know? Anyways. Uh, and rounding out the top ten, uh team that uh dis- disappointed us this year. Come on. <laughs> Should be creepy. <laughs> but I they won't disappoint next year. No, I think they they'll bring everybody back and they're gonna be bolstered by, you know, there's a Bantam team out there called Saint Paul, which is basically Every kid on the team is from Creighton. And a few of them, a handful of them good. One, Zach Sondrial is one of them. This is a name you'll see right away. He's legit. I mean, he's he's already got the, the – he's got the high school body, the high school game, the high school shot. Yeah. Um, that right there is what what Creighton needs is just some more depth, and that's well, somebody the depth to play with coming. Matt on the Gleason on the power play. They have plenty of talent coming in. Yeah. Yeah, so looking at this top ten list, you you know you don't see Minnetonka, don't see Edina, don't see Hill Murray or Wyzetta, don't see Duluth East. Duluth East, you don't see St. Thomas Academy or Wyzetta. Yeah, so yeah, it's refreshing. Yeah. And this is, I, I don't think we're very far off. I mean, yeah. I'm, we are gonna someone's gonna get out a lake. rope or yeah. two on us for this, but <laughs> oh no! But uh, at the uh, end, no, I didn't say okay, anything. Okay, this was <laughs> the last <laughs> podcast. Now we had a good run. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say anything. I just, but we will. People will come after us pretty hard for not putting three late conference teams, St. Thomas, Duluth East, in the top ten. Well, I mean. I'll say, you know, my piece about St. Thomas, you have no idea what's going to happen there. No. No idea. So you can't put them in the top ten. East graduates. Huge senior class. uh, Huge not only in how good. Just uh, just in numbers. Yeah. yeah. They did have an excellent JV. And as we know, JV is where the talent is at the eighth and ninth grade level for East. Yeah. It's not. The cupboard isn't totally bare. This group had some success as peewees, but still, they're not going to be on the top five level. No, no, mm-hmm. I, and that peewee group will be juniors with with, right. with Locker and Jeanette mm-hmm. and those guys. So I don't, I don't really put a lot of stock in that group until they're seniors. Yeah, um, and their best player was Conrad Kausch yes. that year. Will be a senior, and he'll who'll be a senior. He's yeah. got one of those weird birthdays, you know. Mm-hmm. So I don't think East belongs in there. I don't think St. Thomas belongs in there. I think the only one that's really questionable out of all of them is uh, the, the, actually two would be why. Zeta and Minnetonka because they're just so deep. Both of those yeah, are so programs. deep. Never high end players. The, lake, the, the conference team. Yeah, you never question that. So I, I still think that I wouldn't be surprised if even by the beginning of the season next year, if those three teams are in our well, top who's 10. got the Bantam stuff coming in? Why Zeta is really good, really good this year. Don't and they have prior a lake, Ness, What's that? Uh, like Griffin Ness's brother, right? Uh, he was JV already. Okay, sorry. Uh, JV I varsity. Him. He probably yeah. he probably lettered. I one of those guys that was see a lot lettering. of Wyzetta this year. That's Wyzetta. But their Bantam team last year is the only one that really gave uh, Maple Grove yeah, trouble. I, yeah. That group is really talented. Their Bantam team this year, 
bunch of ninth grade kids, a kid named Gavin O'Connell. His dad played at St. Cloud State. He's a really good player. There's a kid named Kuznetsov. He's in from Russia right now. He's one of the best <laughs> band players in the state. That's if he stays St. through high school, from Russia. Yeah. nobody knows if he's staying or not. I'm not sure I met him last. He was actually his, he was uh, at uh, Braemar last Sunday when we were doing our questions. I met Kuznetsov for the first time. Oh, okay. Um, and uh, I think if he stays, this is a really talented group, Wyzetta. There's just too much talent for them not to be a top 10 team next okay. year. So this is the lake. We got them outside right now because we just haven't, there's just way too much JV Bantam talent coming in that we don't, is un, unknown and unproven. Kind of like with Batchelder and Middlestat and Holt. We didn't know for sure what an impact they made, and you saw with the impact. All three of those guys made a huge impact the last three days. Yeah, I didn't think uh, watching Holt last year, and this is no knock on him, I didn't think he was going to make as big of an impact as he did this year, but he did, and his speed and his shot were evident, and hats off to him because I just – I, I saw it more as a two-year, three-year track. So we talked earlier in the show about Peter being a little bit salty. Always. He's not salty on Drew Holt. He's like, this kid's unbelievable. Can you imagine what his forearms are like? He shoots the puck <laughs> so hard. <laughs> oh, <Peter. laughs> like Popeye, you know what I mean? He just rips that thing. You know, yeah. fun, to, fun to watch new faces emerge in a state tournament like that. And Drew is outstanding in the semis and the, and the, the final, final, I thought. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, okay, a couple off-season storylines that we just want to touch on to watch out for. Um, the St. Thomas coaching job, we've talked about that a couple of times. Stillwater, too. Stillwater coaching job is probably the more important one because you need – Stillwater needs to – there, there's two different coaches here. St. Thomas needs more of a college head coach. Stillwater needs a program developer. Yep. And I think they're going to have that. Danny Ehrman and uh, Greg Zanin are involved in the program coming up. I would guess that they would be a co-coach or one of them will take the head coaching job for Stillwater. They live there. They have roots there. They have kids in the program yep. there. And That's what is, they need. This is what it's mm -hmm. going to end up being. But, you know, YHH hasn't learned this officially yet. But it, <laughs> but don't be surprised if you hear those two names. And then with the St. Thomas job, I mean. The rumor mill is it's still struggling along. So. It's, it's crazy what, what could end up happening there. But I think they'll get a good candidate. And, yeah, I I think they're still searching for somebody, and I don't think they found that somebody. Besides the Dinah and Minnetonka job, I would argue the St. Thomas Academy job is one of the best in the state. Here's here's why, in my opinion, is you can do a lot of different things at that school that you can't do at most any other school. I agree. And that's that's what makes you can you can test a couple things out that you can't test out at a uh, Eden Prairie or something like that. That's just saying it. School. I agree. It's 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 a it's a great job. So whoever gets that job is is uh, definitely a, a an up and comer for sure. Yeah, an up and comer or somebody who has experience. Yeah. Um, Mr. Hockey will get announced today. We assume that it's going to be Bryce Brodzinski. I would say it's a. I would guess based on how they ballot. Okay, I'm right. not going to yeah. give any teases here. How they ballot, the ba according to the people at Mr. Hockey, the ballot is done. It's finalized two weeks ago or a week ago or whenever it was done. Um, so it's over. 
And at that time, 10 days ago, 15 days ago, Bryce Brodzinski would have been the winner. And winner, on a, if we had a ballot, he would have been number one on our ballots. Yeah. But since then, I think things change. And, and, yeah. and our staff is going to have to really reevaluate, you know, who our, mis- our, our YHH player of the year is going to be. That will be announced sometime in April. But I think we, we have a better, you know, well, viewpoint, vantage point. Well, the thing about this, like, since then, riders looked really, really good. Since then, he Jack Jensen. Finalist. Yeah, <laughs> well, well, no, he was a Mr. Hockey finalist. Oh, yeah. 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 Since then, Jack Jensen has looked really, right. really good. Yeah. be my choice for player of the year right now. Like, yeah. yeah. You only get one vote, Carl. You yeah. only get one vote. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> there, there, there's my vote. There's my vote. Oh. Oh, okay. Thanks, Carl. Thanks. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. I, 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 we're all going to be wrestling over. Yeah. It, it, there's no argument. There's going to be there's going to be yeah. a wrestling meet between the five of us on our our high school staff between Jack Jensen and Bryce Brodzinski. I mean, there's there's no two ways about it. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, that's that's a fun storyline. I mean, really, three of these kids could win Mr. Hockey this year, and deservedly I, so. I agree. You know, we talked about it a little bit off the air. I think the USHL draft. It's not really a storyline for high school hockey. But it's a storyline for, for high school, school hockey. hockey. Mm-hmm. It really is. This whole it's NT- turned into one. And the NTDP this year with the 03s, next year with the 04s, it's crazy how many great Minnesota kids at the 04 level. These have big bearing on high school hockey, who you guys go watch. When yeah. it's all said and done, that's a big impact on who we go watch at high school six months well, later. Well, the Northern players can go and the Metro players can say so. I don't have to drive so far. That's true. <laughs> That's Thanks. true. Well, Thanks. you can send uh, Blake Biondi a, a, a thank you for him staying this year. I think it was fun to watch him. Oh, yeah. Uh, he, we were blessed to have him yeah. part of the state high school hockey yep. program. And, yep. and again, great for Greenway, but bad for the overall thing, you know, having Hermantown not there, being able to see him. So. Well, yeah, it, it, it's a mixed bag there. Yeah, totally. totally. Um, okay, that's about all I have over here. So I guess um, thank you guys in the room. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's a great year. Yeah. It yeah. really was a great year. It's fun as always. Fun as always. I finished at 92 games. 92 games? Uh, I not even sure. I don't count. I I have to. I keep spreadsheets. Did you so count bad. your beers in college too? You probably did. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I had three beers in two minutes. Got a little tick mark. Here. You know, <laughs> when you run the cake, you gotta mark people off. You've had too much. You've had too much. <laughs> no, but I I I like to keep track of that just so I'm not overseeing a certain team and so I'm seeing you know teams that I should more. That's why I'm doing that. Oh no. Don't have to explain yourself, Dan. Well, I'm just, there's rationale behind the madness. All right. All right. <laughs> How deep do we want to get into that? <laughs> One last shout-out to uh, Red and Black Leagues for their sponsorship. Shout-out to you guys. You said thanks for another great season. Looking forward to our uh, summer fiesta sometime in late July. We'll have a podcast. Yeah, probably. Until then, thanks to Carl and Danny for a great season. We'll see everybody at the rink. Their face. My friends all know that I'm cool. I've been this way since high school. Cause life's never been sweeter when you're just a cake eater. When it comes to hockey, nobody can stop me. My high school team, I was playing on the top three. Now my son is scoring piles. You know-